Welcome to The Hub. I am one of your hosts, Chaney Passer, and my other host is my girlfriend. Partner in crime. Business partner. My one and everything. (laughs) (laughs) What did you want to talk about today? I wanted to talk about today how fitness is something whether it's working out or eating healthy or it's the your hobby something that is for your physical emotional health that you need to take time for it that I think we have a lot of people in our life specifically but like clients that you trained or people that I've worked with that that's the biggest I wouldn't say excuse that comes up but like reason why they can't take time for it is like, well, I have other people to take care of. Or like, I'm a mom, so I can't. I have my kids to worry about. They're the most important thing. I can't worry about myself. Or like, well, my job, I work too much, so I can't fit in time to do that. That's stressing the importance and maybe giving some reasons of why we think it's extra important to take time for yourself for those kinds of things. Um, Especially for those people like that we mentioned with the kids and the job and all that. Yeah. I think what comes to mind right away is something that um, Jordan Peterson talks about of like, we are so easily able to take care of other people and put other people first or even like put our pets first. Like, we'll make sure we take our dog to the vet and, you know, make sure that they have all the food they need or take, you know, whatever it is, but we don't do it for ourselves at all. That it's, it's funny because it's like if you're not operating at mm-hmm. your highest capacity or like operating at you know the highest level that you can how can you expect to be helping everybody else mm-hmm. and giving time for everybody else um so i don't know it's interesting that it's interesting that we do that we're so easy to kind of take care of our neighbor mm-hmm. but um we won't take care of ourselves. We won't give ourselves like the same care and attention yeah. that we do, you know, for somebody else. I think the biggest um, example of this is parents. Oh, I feel yeah. like that's what you hear the most. Yeah. And mostly from moms of like, well, I can't because I have to take care of them or I have to bring them to practice or I have to make sure that dinner is ready or whatever. Which it makes sense. I think moms so easily put everybody else first i'm sure dads do this dads do this all the time as well but i think there is just a little bit of a guilt that parents have that like well i if i anything that i do for myself i'm taking away from my kids sure rather than thinking of you as a whole being the more that you take care of yourself and put yourself maybe not first but first in some degree or equal at least, you're going to be a better parent. You're going to be able to have more patience. You're going to be able to feel like you can go through the day easier, even though you might be tired and all that, because you're taking care of your physical self and your mental and emotional self of parents always have to put their kids at the front of the line, whatever they need all the time, that to give yourself, you know, even if it's just a half hour, time for you you're gonna build yourself up to be able to handle and give more to them not that it needs to be about them in any way but 
I feel like if you can switch your brain to think, well, I'm, I should be feeling guilty because I'm doing this for myself. No, you're actually being better for your kid by giving yourself this. Yeah. Well, I think like, I don't know. It seems like parents or just adults or people in general think that they can get things across by explaining it or describing it or teaching mm. or whatever, where it's like kids, especially kids, they learn so much more by example. Mm-hmm. Like uh, with my parents, I mean, there's there's maybe some things if I took the time to think about it that I could take from like them telling me or teaching me something um, that is like that is like two percent compared to the other ninety eight percent of mm-hmm. like no I just saw what they did yeah and okay I think what they did in this situation I I like so I take that or I don't like how they operated in this situation so mm-hmm. I don't do that and that's that's with my parents that's with my siblings that like the amount of information that I actually got from teachings and and the words that they spoke to me is so minuscule compared to compared to just watching them you know, lead by example or just, you know, kind of monkey see monkey do like, what are you doing now? I'm watching you do that and seeing the outcome of that. And and that's how I, you know, kind of base my decision on whether I follow that or not. And even the, the baseline of just like eating healthy and putting fitness or, you know, whatever working out to a importance, but like thinking of all the underlying layers of what that means of like, you're now teaching your kid or kids that like, oh, it's important to take care of yourself. It's important to value yourself enough that you're going to give yourself time to put towards your health or put towards a hobby or something of interest to you so that they grow up knowing, oh, being a parent just doesn't suck all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not just all revolving around your kid. And then your life stops as soon as you have a kid that, okay, they're still putting time and effort into themselves and I can see how that translates maybe into their mood is a little bit better. They're able to handle the days a little bit easier and they're putting extra time into feeding themselves good food, which is then internally feeding us good food and the value of that and how that affects us as a kid. But I think the biggest thing is just like teaching your children to put time and effort into whatever you feel like is important to you, regardless of its fitness or whatever we're talking about. But if it's like, I just, I like this hobby. I like doing this thing. I like playing piano. I put time and make an effort for myself to do that and putting myself first sometimes. I think it removes some guilt even from your children. And again, just the underlying lessons of, okay, well, what, what do they use that for what do they take with that as they grow up i think yeah i I think it's so much like lead by example Mm -hmm. i mean the way that like you grow up and you move out and you start to do things you do it the way your parents did it you fold the laundry the way the parent your parents did or do laundry the way they did that you typically eat the Mm -hmm. way that you grew up eating or you know so why wouldn't why wouldn't fitness why wouldn't exercising or you know diet why wouldn't you do everything the way that they did it. Why wouldn't fitness also follow? So it's kind of, to me, it's like if you want, in a sense, if you want the best for your kids, mm-hmm. you lead by example. Yep. You don't tell them how yep. to do everything or what to do because they're going to say, well, you're 
telling me to do this, but you don't do any of this. You don't take time for yourself to work out. You don't, yeah. you don't take time to, you know, make good meals or any of the, any of the yeah. healthy, healthy yeah. options. Like, are you shit on your kids for making bad like snack choices yet? Like, are you the one that's going and sneaking chips as soon as they don't look? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's probably where the guilt comes in too. Yeah. Cause it's like now the parent knows, well, I'm not really living up to the example that mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell mm-hmm. them to live up to. Yeah. So it, and it's hard. It's difficult. But I, I don't know. I, I think I think the best way to to affect people, whether it's children or adults, is to lead by example. Because we're so much more observant than we are like, I'm going to listen to the words that you're saying and apply them. Yeah. I think we're constantly looking at everybody going, okay, what worked? What didn't work? Or I don't know. Maybe most people aren't like that. I'm definitely like that. I feel like you're like that of... We're analyzing every move you make and figuring out the why to then we can figure out the how and do we want to replicate it? Do we want to switch it up? But I think it's even subconscious. I mean, I, yeah. I don't like, like, like I said, the way that I do kind of everything is pretty much how my parents did it or my siblings did it. And maybe there's some of my own, you know, tweaks that I've found throughout experimenting with it. But it's like, I wasn't sitting there consciously going, oh, you see how she's folding long laundry or you see how sure they're doing this you know it's just it's so subconscious that you're, you're just seeing it all happen as you grow up yeah and then when you get out you kind of don't know any other way you haven't been shown any other way of how to do things sure that yeah. i that's why i think it's most important to lead by example because even the even the subconscious is paying attention to it even if you're not mm-hmm. sitting there going like, oh, I noticed we eat these really great foods or we don't eat these great foods. And it's like, no, you just you end up going out on your own and then you go to the grocery store. You're like, well, I saw my parents buy this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look for this and mm-hmm. get this. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard talking about this because we don't have kids. So I feel like most parents are like just the response that they give is like, oh, OK, yeah, you don't even know. But I think I think not having kids and seeing this situation replicate over and over and over again and you see it not work this i don't want to say an excuse but like this narrative that parents have created in their head of oh i can't do that i don't have time for that it's like you need to switch it up or like make time for yourself even if it's taking time away from your kids and they get a half hour less of you or they need to step it up more and make dinner instead so that you can go have time by yourself or whatever. I don't think people understand the level of value that you're giving your kids by doing that. Yeah. Like don't feel guilty about doing that. You should feel guilty about not doing that or feel guilty about taking the time to, you know, go do something else with them. Like they're fine. Yeah. They're going to be way better off if you're treating your, like if you're putting yourself to a standard, you're going to be a better parent, which is then going to benefit them. But yeah, if you're, if you're respecting, if you're respecting yourself and giving yourself the, you know, having, having your needs met, Mm -hmm. they're going to, they're going to see that and appreciate that. And they're going to feel that from you too, Mm -hmm. of like, it's not, you know, it's not dad that's angry all the time because he doesn't get any time for himself. And then he goes to play with the kids and it's, you know whatever kids feel that yeah kids feel the guilt that you feel and they feel the like even if there's a little bit in you that's like oh my gosh i didn't get to do my thing 
or whatever, like another thing I'm doing for you guys. I felt like mm-hmm. I felt like that sometimes from like say my mom where it would be like, oh, I can tell that you don't. You feel like you are not getting what you need. And now yeah. all the time that we're spending together or you're doing something for me, I now feel guilty because now I feel like I'm taking time away from you. You when, feel like a burden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To where I think, again, it's just making making things a priority. People don't do that. So whether it's you're teaching your kids like, okay, even if you're a single parent, I'm taking time. So you need to figure out dinner. Yeah. Okay. If they're, obviously, if they're, if old, they're old enough. enough, which is, you know, again, but something don't, and, you can and I would say early, but. even to like challenge that don't do it like that or say it like that because that sounds kind of bratty. <laughs> True. You figure out dinner. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. True. true, 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 true. You know, have it more scheduled or more planned. Yeah. Of like, you know what? This can be a learning lesson for you. Of like, you can, mm-hmm. you know, make your own dinner and figure that out while I take some time and, yeah, you know, try to better myself. Because if I mean, it's just the best version of you. That's what's gonna affect and carry on to your kids. Yeah. If you're constantly at a depleted state mm-hmm. or you're not respecting yourself and taking mm-hmm. the time or working out when you should or feeding yourselves the right things yeah that's what's going to affect your kids more mm-hmm. or even just anybody your co-workers more it's going to affect your job performance more yep. um then that extra 30 minutes you take to put towards that other thing yeah it's 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 way it's way more i think it's way more important to do that yeah because you're you're becoming the best version of you mm-hmm. which is going to be even more productive in every mm-hmm. other way well, just think of that. You're you're becoming the best person that you can be. So now you're giving the best version of a mom that you can be or a right. dad that you can be or a partner that you can be or a whatever employee that you can be. Um, and I think having that be in the, the family structure or the team's structure that, you know, having it be a, if, if you're, you know, with somebody having it be apparent with your other partner of this is important to me what's important to you how do we make that happen is it yeah can you watch the kids while i go to the gym or i get this time in or whatever and then vice versa that their needs are being met and then same thing if you're you don't have someone with you but you're just with your kids still having that conversation with them even if they're really little of like i need you to sit i'll sit here with you but this is time where i get to you know just zone into me or mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like even the youngest of kids understand like, you know how you get to play with your toys all by yourself? I need time to do yeah. that or whatever. Or like, you know, having workout equipment at your house and they get to play still with you or still yeah. work out with you, but giving yourself those standards of this is going to be met. Well, and, and how th- does that happen? Yeah. And I think making it a habit or doing it Mm-hmm. doing it frequently because mm-hmm. if you going from zero to now you're going to try this your kid or kids are probably going to be like what is going on here no no way or it's just like <laughs> sure. anything a, a routine <laughs> or a habit yeah. you know they need to get into they need to get into the routine of it too so yeah. like don't give up after the first or second try yeah you know continue to try to do it and 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 make that lifestyle work or make that routine work because it's going to better everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it's so important. I think that's hard to do sometimes, just like even not with those distractions. I think, but I think the, the 
I think a big part of like, kind of like what you said of, we're not parents, so we don't really know to the depth of it. But I think a lot of it comes from when you become a parent, you probably have this feeling of you want to give everything to the mm-hmm. kids. So a lot of the times it's not even... Well, they require so much. Well, they yeah, they do. <laughs> but a lot of time it's probably not even like that you necessarily want to go work out or you want to yeah. eat healthier. You yeah. want to do any, any of these things. It's like you want to give the easiest thing for your kids or you want to give give everything you can because you just you love them so much but what is who or what is that going to benefit down the road probably nobody i I think we i don't know i I feel like I, i feel comfortable talking about this even not being a parent because you know, just training so many people that mm-hmm. this was a topic of conversation a lot yeah with with clients was you know most of them were parents, and just that you know trying to yeah, just all the things that we said, just the, the guilt that can come with that of them mm-hmm. them coming to the gym to work out for you know thirty minutes to an hour, and their kids are maybe just at home or maybe they are just with the other parent, and how difficult that is, and I feel like you know I feel like same for you of being a dance instructor with kids coming in and them taking the time where the kids mm-hmm. kids are dancing and the parents can be alone and maybe they're doing work by themselves or any of that sort of thing. And you, you see more of the side of how the kids are affected and I see more of the side of what the parents are thinking mm-hmm. about it all. Yeah. And it's just, it's just an out, outside perspective. It's the yeah. non-parent perspective yeah. of we're having these conversations, you with the kids or seeing yes. how the kids act from monday to the next week monday and for me just seeing how you know the parent comes in on monday and what they're talking about what they're worried about what their Mm -hmm. thoughts are about it that it's just outside perspective that i think can be helpful and useful because i think there's probably less parents that need to be told spend more time with your kids yeah there's more that are like hey your kids actually do really well when they get two hours without you yeah so maybe try that sometimes or like don't feel guilty leaving it like going out and getting a babysitter or putting them in sports and then not hanging around like put them in something something. and then leave or go do something for yourself that's what my parents always parents and i don't want it to be a slam because i know like what i do everything for them but i think your kids need you less as far as being around all the time like they need you for so many things but i think where most parents go like well i just have to be there all the time it's like you really don't though and they can thrive when you're not because now you're teaching them independence and autonomy and being able to figure things out by themselves and time away from you too to figure out who they are yeah kids that are a completely different person as soon as they step into my room compared to when they're you know with mom or dad yeah I think that that's a good thing, but you also want, I don't know, uh, to allow them to figure that out rather than you being there all the time, well, needing to needing to tell them who they are. Yeah, it's inevitable. It's inevitable that at some point they're going to be more of their own person and they're going to be mm-hmm. independent. So do you want them to have the tools to be able to handle that and feel comfortable in that? Or the opposite of you've done everything for them you've been there every single step of the way for everything and not let them figure things mm-hmm. out by themselves. And now they 
go off to college or maybe they don't go to college, but they just, they move out because they want to be on their own and they don't know how to do anything. Yeah. That's more problematic. Well, and I feel like that, that transition of them doing everything by themselves happens way before they even move out. Like as soon as they get their license or even in their like high school when they're doing sports by themselves or, you know, whatever, like yeah. the time that they need to be super independent, I feel like happens so fast that you want to just keep setting your kids up to succeed and give them the best tools that they can or that they can have. And I think sometimes parents think, well, then that involves me being there. Right. That or involves me being involved them. or me doing it for them. Yeah. That, holy cow, your kids can be so, um, I don't know, like you can give them such little wins even at such a young age that they, will help build them to be able to they, handle the bigger problems that come super early. Yeah. They can be so self-sufficient. Yeah. It's just like anything else. It's, yeah. it's worked on or it's practiced. Yeah. And yeah, I think not only is it good for you to take your own time to be your own individual person, but it's going to be good for the kids too. Yeah. Uh, they are starting to figure out, like you said, how to play by themselves yep. or, you know, just how to be with their own thoughts and solve their own problems mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. all of those things. Well, especially if you have a partner that can uh, like support you in that and vice versa, I would start that. I mean, as soon as you have a kid or even before, like make it a point to have that time for yourself so that it doesn't need to be this like complete flip it on its head. Now we got to change everything. Like set that as the standard. And if you are lucky enough to go, okay, I'm pregnant now. I want to make sure that this stays in importance, even when the kid comes, that you kind of set yourself up to succeed in that way. And then as the kid goes, so that's just normal now. Yep. They see their parents taking time for themselves to better themselves, to just have fun or put time towards their relationship or whatever it is that then they learn, oh, I'm going to do that myself too. Yeah. Or that's, that's standard for me now too. That's what I want my life to be. Or that's, you know, I can give that to my parent or whatever. It's just routine and habit. Mm -hmm. It's just what they, like you said, mm -hmm. what they grow up knowing and seeing. Mm -hmm. And it starts so early. Yeah. I mean, it starts, it yeah. starts so early yeah. with every little thing. It's like, you know, they're, they're crying in the crib and you go there every single time. Sure. They're going to start to know and figure out, yeah. oh, every time that I throw a fit or I start to cry, somebody's going to come and get me. Yeah. So that doesn't just start or, or continue with it just being sleeping. Right. It comes into play in every other asset. They yeah. are just they are just figuring out and responding to whatever you're doing and giving them. That well, like what what do you want what do you want your situation to be? Mm -hmm. Do you want mm -hmm. them to fuss and cry and kind of figure it out themselves and fall back asleep? Or do you want to have to get up every 15, 20 minutes? Like Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's for you to establish and then they will follow suit. Yeah. Another side note um, for parents that have really little little ones or pregnant and about to have a little one, there is a sleeping program called Battelle. I think it's B-A-T-T-E-L or B-A-T-T-L-E. And it's like, like I want to do this. Like I, I have it saved in my notes just to like remember for way down the line because it like teaches the kid how to sleep independently and for them to not be scared and whatever. But side note, 
No, but, which which I I I love that, but I'm also so old school <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> or just do it how they used to. Which is what going and getting them every fifteen minutes. No, they're they're crying in the crib. Just leave them. Let them be by themselves. Ugh, I don't like and that. And if, if it extends for a long time, sure, then then go get them because there may actually be something. But this 10, 15, 20 minutes getting up and going and checking on them all the time, like they're fine. Most of the time they're fine. Right. Okay. But. And I just, I don't, I don't think, or I don't believe that there needs to be this program or this fix for every little thing. Sometimes it's just do the old school way of like, no, I'm sure they're fine. I mean, like. Yeah, but does the old school way work is my question. I don't think. To me. I'm pretty sure that's how I I was. Sure, Done and you and have, have the most problems sleeping. No, I don't. I mean, to me, I see it as like, this is a way that could be even quicker than the old school method, and it could be more, it's just efficient and effective. I feel like that's how I see this program. So basically, like, it, it could well, take a week of working with your kid, of teaching them like, no, this is safe. This is an okay thing to do. This is like getting your cycle in what it's supposed to be. So then you sleep for this amount of time and you wake up at this amount of time and you know that like I'm here for you, but also teaching them you can handle these emotions by yourself to where to me that could be so much quicker. No, and I agree with you, but also like this costs a lot of money. Some people don't have this money to spend on something like that. Or even if it's sure. not that much money, it's 50 bucks or maybe, you know, yeah. whatever it may yeah. be. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that may not be worth it for somebody to buy so then to be able to go okay so there you don't just have to buy something to fix all your problems there are no, other options no too i think like yes they're probably just fine my my approach in bringing it up or my intention with bringing it up is maybe for those parents that are like i can't get my kid to sleep this is insane i'm going insane because i don't know what to do yeah totally. this could be a an assistance of this could be something that works for you and or maybe it yeah. doesn't but for any of those, I've never heard of this thing before. Mm-hmm. So when I did, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's genius. Why have we not been doing this? So just giving. No, and I agree <laughs> with you. A, I agree with you. And, and I think, I think especially for, I think especially though, for those that are in extreme cases like that. I think almost, I, think, I mean, I've heard every parent be like this. My kid doesn't sleep. My kid doesn't sleep. Yeah, but I mean. I don't know. I, I also have a way different view of yes. kids and how how things work with all of that. Yeah. That like, yeah, what do you expect? But that's what I'm they saying. Don't, they're we, not, that they is, don't start, they don't, they don't sleep eight hours a night like you do and barely wake up. But that like could be the normal. That could be the normal. It's just, that's, that's one, like kids waking up is not a need to be thing. Like, it's not like, oh, because they're babies, they get up every whatever. It's like, no, they don't need to. It's just that's, we have normalized that. So then it's like, oh yeah, you're just going to be tired and you have to get up every two hours or whatever with them. It's mm-hmm. like, no, your kid can be sleeping through the night two weeks after you have them. And I think but that- But we don't think that that's- But, but that's part of possible. what I'm, that's part of what I'm saying is- 
it may not be that you have to go buy something and do this program, or whatever. It, no. it could just be you're a little too much on top of them that sure. they cry and you're quick to go get them or whatever that it, it might just be you let them and then they figure it out and they're fine. Sure. I'm just trying to say there's another option than just going and buying a bunch of stuff to try to fix the problem. You know, sure. There used to be sure. a time where we didn't have any of this stuff and... And that's the thing. I don't slept. think it worked. <laughs> I think, oh, I think, I think it did. I think that method, it's, oh, they're finally sleeping through the night and they're a year old. That to me is insane. Why are you letting... Like, why does that need to be the case? Yeah, I, get, I don't know. I, get, I guess we have different opinions on that. I think it worked fine. I think parents over time have just gotten more frantic. Mm. Yeah, you know, maybe. It's like, it's like, it's like nowadays there's, there's way less crime than there used to be yet it's all over the news, mm-hmm. like there's more. To where it's like, it's probably safer now to let your kids go bike and go away for hours and hours and hours like they used to. Sure. And, you know, it used to be, be home before it gets dark. And the parents maybe didn't even think about the kids being out. Everything was fine. To where it was more dangerous then for them to be out than it is now, yet there's no kids that are out for four, five, six hours at night biking around with friends going yeah. up by themselves but that's kind of what we're told all the time or shown all the time is it's danger danger is everywhere danger is everywhere you know your kids in the crib crying they could be dying it's like no they're most likely fine yeah and to me i just see it as and i know we see parenting differently but to me, I think it goes back to the building block saying like you're giving them the tools or helping them and assisting them in these times so that they can be more efficient themselves. To me, the cry method and just all oh, go, you know, check in on them or whatever. You're not giving them the tools. You're just throwing them to the fire and say, figure it out, which can be helpful sometimes. But when this approach could be quicker, could be more effective they could still get the tools that they need. It could be more long lasting. It could help their sleeping patterns as they grow up into adulthood. It's like, why not? And I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on any of that. Okay. All I'm saying is there's, there could it's be not another. the one and only. Yeah, there could yeah. be another alternative. Sure. That especially if this is an expensive program that not everybody can purchase or not everybody wants to spend the money on. Sure. There's just, there could be another approach. Sure. That's all I'm saying. I'm not I'm not saying that this doesn't work or or I mean you've you've told me about it. Yeah. It, there's been people that we watch and listen to that have used it and they They're, rave about it. Yeah. All I'm saying is like you know, there's always like, there's so many ways to do it. Yeah, and and it, it could be it. something that's expensive or whatever that not everybody wants to spend that kind of money or can afford it. Sure. Yeah. Just like just like anything else. I'm yeah and yeah and like I said I was just offering it as a I feel like this is something that every single parent I've ever talked to this is a problem <laughs> so it's like oh here's something that maybe you've never even heard of heard about and it could be yeah the end all be all for you yeah. and it's not mainstream it's not an American made company so maybe it's like something that you sure. wouldn't do your research on or whatever so just bringing that to the table of this could be something that's super helpful. And when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, this solves all the problems that parents talk about having. 
Like if you could not be exhausted, how much better of a parent you could be? Granted, yeah. I think you're still going to be exhausted, but if you're not having to get up every 15 minutes to check on them, but just a different option than neglecting them and just letting them go. <laughs> that's, not what I, that's not what I'm saying. I hope that we can just balance each other out. I hope you realize that parenting is so hard for you, and I hope for me it's like, is a breeze well i think that that's where that's kind of where we're at is i don't think it's going to be a challenge and mm-hmm. you think it's going to be the hardest challenge that you've ever endeavored in your entire life and again going back to learning from our parents that's all that i was drilled into my head is this sucks this is hard yeah <laughs> i'm exhausted all the time i never get time for myself yeah parenting is you know the most exhausting thing and i'm like oh my gosh i'm not pumped about this i feel like i'm exhausted now and 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 no, I feel I, like no, there's you, more like you're going to be like, this sounds like the hardest job. Like, I don't want to handle that. But then your parents were more like, my you're mom, here. You talk to my mom about it. It sounds like she expected all of that to happen. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he did this and she did that. And sure. It's just what it was. I think your mom. I mean, I think that is such a superpower that she had with having a daycare because. Yeah. You have 10 kids in a room, two at a time. That's like nothing granted i don't think your parents were as hands-on on certain things or i probably would have been a little less hands-on than my parents were as far as like me and my sister never played by ourselves yeah like we always had someone over we always had someone that like whether it was a babysitter that was entertaining us to where i feel like your parents were more like we'll see you later you figure it out you can like fend for yourself Kind of. Yeah, I mean when it came to when it came to playing. Well, I think a lot of things. Like you had a problem, figure it out. You Oh sure. Are, it was, you know? I mean it was I mean, I think that's also at least for me, I don't know about my siblings. I have never been good at asking for help. Ever, sure. ever. Um so I, if I would have asked, I'm sure they would have helped, but I never asked for any help. And I think it was, it kind of just, yeah, that, that habit or that, um, that structure, especially me being the youngest, like my mom had four other kids. My my mom and dad had four other kids to, to kind of be raising. And like my older brothers were going through way more, I, I don't know, important times than I was because they were older and things were moving faster and whatever. Sure. Um, that like. I don't know. I think I think the the older three maybe had more hands on. Sure. Than um, me and my sister, but um, it was it was yeah. You kind of play by yourself, or you figure things out by yourself, and there was never like neglect. There was never like we sure. go ask for help, and they're like go away. There's none of that. It's just we. I I never asked for help. Yeah. I just was figuring it out by myself. So do you feel like you were like kind of like what we're talking about, like giving the giving your kids the tools? Do you feel like you were given the tools or presented with the tools to be able to handle most of adult life? Um, 
I wouldn't necessarily say I was given the tools. I think I was a, a little bit more thrown into the fire of um yeah, you just do it by yourself kind of thing. It wasn't like I would sit down and talk with mom and dad about how to do a whole bunch of stuff or mm-hmm. or you know, it's it's not like they were telling me tools to succeed life and all that kind of stuff it was the observance it was yeah this is how they're approaching the problem and trying to solve it and down the line maybe that's how i'm going to do it so if you okay so if you feel like the being thrown to the fire what's that i think that even sounds aggressive it's not like because to me like your parents aren't going to be able to teach you everything anyways no that's not the role they're not they're not you you're, you're gonna have you're gonna have your own issues or your own things that you go through that you know maybe didn't feel the same as them or sure. or whatever it may be. It's just not gonna be the same. You're a different human being. So I don't even think like being thrown into the fire. I think is even it sounds way more aggressive than it is. It just I just figured things out by myself. Yeah. And that just became what the structure was or what the routine was. So whenever a problem would come. It wasn't like I was going and running to mom and dad asking how to fix mm-hmm. it or how to do it. It was like, no, my whole life I've just been problem solving. So sure. this is just another one of those and I'm going to do that. And in turn, I didn't really learn the skills to ask for help. I would sit there and beat my head against the same problem and not ask for help. To where that's that's somewhat of what the downfall is. Sure. Hmm. Yeah. But it's like every everybody's gonna have everybody's gonna have their own pitfalls. Everybody's gonna have their own issues or situations where they didn't really learn it as a kid or grow up with that type of structure, so they weren't able to observe certain things or learn certain things. Like, you know, we have we have com- almost completely opposite upbringings. Oh and, my gosh! And yeah. it and it shows in like what we each struggle with. Yeah. That, that that's just how it works there's no parent that's going to be able to set their kid up for ultimate success it's just well, not going to happen especially when most of the time they move out you know fairly quick after you know graduating high school like if you think you're going to set your kid up by 18 you're crazy well if you think your kid's going like, to listen to you like there's so much stuff that happens after that like your I mean, you can do your listen. best but <laughs> i didn't i didn't listen to my parents what what kid like fully listens to their parents anyways? Sure. And maybe not like by verbal teachings, but just like what we've been saying of even through through process of just ob- observing your parents or your older siblings and trying to like, well, I want to, you know, teach them this or whatever. Like I'm like this. So I want them to pick up on that or blah, blah, blah. Like they're also only observing you for maybe 20 years of their life. They got a shit ton of time after that, that, there's no way you can prepare them for. Uh, no. But I think you can prepare them in a way of giving them the tools to be able to handle most situations. You might not be able to guide them on each specific, but something like that of you can handle most situations because you just have that figure it out skill. So no, they didn't prepare you for, you know, most of the things that have happened <laughs> so far, but 
you still have that. Well, well yeah, I mean, out. who who prepares you for a parent dying? Yeah, you can't. Nobody. You can't. Nobody. Pre- nobody can be prepared for that. Especially when everyone's situation is probably different. Yeah. Well, and it's just like yeah. even even observing my parents or older siblings, it's not, I like we're we're human like i'm missing things great things that my mom did or i'm missing great things that my dad did like yeah i'm not i'm also not fully observing all the time yeah that you're even missing out on the good stuff i feel like that's so hard it's so hard to wrap your head around not being a parent but then to also like it's like your kids get a lot from you but they also don't Oh yeah, they they get like so you're there much to like from, keep yeah. them alive and give them the tools, but like to think their outcome is solely based off of you, it's not. It's I, so not. I think that's a a really difficult thing for parents. Yeah, is that you can try as hard as you can to teach your kids something, and they can just not give two shits about it. They're still a completely separate individual. Yeah, totally. Learning their own lessons, having their... Like, you could be experiencing the same thing together, yet they have a different brain than you. They have different emotions. They have different feelings on it. They're, like... Even... That's what's so crazy to me, and I'm sure you've had this with your siblings, too, but, like, Kara and I will talk about something that happened as a kid, and we have two completely versions of the story, and they're both true. So then to think, like, as a parent... Oh, I'm going to referee this whole situation all the time. No, you're doomed. We we, we were both there and yeah. we saw it completely differently. And so you're going to get two different versions of the story and two different lessons that each kid is going to get. Three. Because the parents, oh, the parent, pro- yeah. pro- parents yeah. are going to have a different idea yeah. of what happened too. Yeah. And have a different, you know, a different intention on what they were trying to do or what, what you know, maybe they were trying to say to get across and mm-hmm. it was taken a certain way and. Oh, you're, you're just doomed. Yeah. And that that's why I think, uh, that's why I go back to like, just lead by example. Be the best person that, be the best person that you want to be and, and that you think you are. Because that's all you can do. Because yeah. you, your kids are going to pick up what they want to and they're going to leave what they want to. You know how many, you know how many times my dad probably told me something and it just, I, I just never listened to it or yeah. my mom or my siblings. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get older and, you know, something happens or you figure something else and that thing clicks. Yep. And it's something that yep. somebody said to me probably over and over again, but it just wasn't the time mm-hmm. or wasn't the mm-hmm. situation or I just didn't care, didn't want to listen to it. You're just doomed as a parent. <laughs> no, I think that should be somewhat of a like relief. Like, don't feel guilty. Don't be stressed out all the time because... yeah. They're going to get what they want to get. They're going to yeah. take from you what they want to take from you. So yeah. you just try to be the best that you can be and just do the best that you can be or do the best that you can. But yeah, well, and I think that's to the important think that part. it's going to be picture perfect and seamless the whole way through. You could think I nailed it. Your kid's still going to think you did a crappy job somewhere. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And it's going to be something that you thought, oh, that was the thing I thought <laughs> I did yeah. the best at. Like. That's also the inevitability is, yeah, you could, you could try to do, you could think you did it exactly how you wanted to do it or this situation yep. and, and yep. the kid is going to wish you would have did something else yep. or they're going to wish you were, you know, there more or they're less <laughs> or like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, that's one thing that 
um, I think is cool as I'm getting older is I feel like I used to be much closer to my mom growing up to where now it's kind of evening out or I'm even a little bit closer to my dad, which is a fun like to see, okay, this part of my life, I clearly needed this person or this is the person that I observed and was like, okay, I'm going to take notes or I, I like how this adult is making these choices or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, I can appreciate what you were doing there or yeah. like just things that my my dad is going through now in his just series of events it's like oh wow i really see value in that mm-hmm. it wouldn't have offered me any value then but now as an adult i'm like oh that's really cool that's cool that i have a parent that is doing that or is getting that life or is giving me that information or whatever but then even that like asking my dad well what would be something that you would do differently as a parent <laughs> and just like his response one of the things and you know his again it's his story it's something he thinks that's important but like i am like the job that i'm in now like i'm a dance teacher i'm you know an event director at a dance convention i like with running this and super big and one of his so you're so like entrepreneurial and you're very you know like well, and, and I would say, to me, successful in a way that works for whether it's my skill set, my intelligence level or whatever, like, I'm, it's not like I'm struggling with what I'm doing. Like, I feel like I'm, you know, whatever, succeeding. And one of his answers was to, like, read more or do flashcards, which to me, of course he would say that. Well, that is something like that to him, school. he I feel like he probably felt like he had lacked in because he saw me struggle so much through school because I'm dumb. But it would it have helped me then? For sure. But now? Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have affected my life in the slightest bit. Like yeah. you you'd have I, maybe gotten better grades and then and still that would have been gone easier, off. I suppose. Yeah, but, but you would have still gone off and done what you're doing my now. My life and, not. Yeah. But it and it's so funny like being the kid Going like, but what about this? Like, wouldn't you have changed this? Or like, what about the these five that, things? Yeah, these, the things <laughs> like, that you yeah, want. Probably like flashcards and reading. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. But to him, that was like where the lack was and where he could see there being a benefit of, which is, I, again, taking the, you have a different view than what I did. Same thing if I were to ask my sister, what would you change about me being your older sister? It would be things that I'm like, no, that's what kept this afloat but to her they'd be like no that was a burden like that was something that i didn't need yeah but yeah your kids are gonna appreciate things that you never thought that they would appreciate and they're gonna hate things that you thought you rocked at (laughs) (laughs) yeah can you hear my son growling that's one thing that um i thought was interesting and one thing i would like to find the balance between like your parenting and what I got is just giving a little, I had so much independence in a lot of ways, but I think when I was younger, putting more of an effort on, like I see Carly with the girls and it's like, they can play by themselves. Like they are, they don't need an adult. I needed somebody and Kara needed somebody to entertain us mm-hmm. that I think giving the, 
I don't know whether it's just like, yeah, let them be bored. Let them figure it out. Oh, it's so important. I think that's oh a, my gosh. It's such a such a thing even now just with, you know, maybe not with adults per se. I guess it depends on who's classified as an adult. But, you know, the, the people that have grown up with social media are just, you know, smartphones. It's like there's such a value in being bored and yep. being yep. like with your own thoughts or being able to... Mm-hmm stay sane without something helping you yeah that like it's i feel like it's such a problem now with so many with almost everybody that it's like they have to have their smartphone like you can't even go to the bathroom without your phone sure it's like we used to not have anything just go to the bathroom or you're sitting at the dmv You, you used to just have to sit there yeah and wait yep and be with your like i think this is where some of like creativity comes in and um you know you being able to sit with your own thoughts and how you view your life and how you maybe want to change your life and all that like Mm -hmm. we don't we don't take that time or have that time to just that that's where we used to figure a lot of this stuff out to where now it's like you have a phone to distract distract you yep and you just you you so easily go to that and use that that there's so much valuable time that's just being replaced with useless time yep um and then people wonder why they're depressed and anxious and all this. And it's like, you're not taking any time to think about, like, even just to sit with your feelings. You're letting something dictate your feelings all day long or whenever whenever there's a spare time. It's go yep. on Instagram, go on Facebook or yep. whatever, rather than just let me sit and see how I feel. And then yeah. try to kind of figure out this feeling and work through it and think about it. And mm-hmm. that's just, it's so gone. Mm-hmm. Well, even that, like nowadays, parents, it's like, how much time could you possibly be wasting doing that rather than taking time for yourself or working out or Mm -hmm. whatever? Like, are you just scrolling on social media during that time? It's like, well, I don't have any time. Well, did you take a half hour to do that today? Well, there could have been your time. Right. Or, you know, again, just like. I've only heard this more from moms. I'm sure dads have this as well too, but like just the comparison of, oh, well, this mom is doing this. This mom looks like this after a month of having a kid or she's doing this activity with them. I should be able to do that activity with them or like they look way more happy than our family does. I think as much as that affects kids and girls and blah, 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 I think we forget that like, oh yeah, adults get affected by that too. And just to like, you're on your own path. You're on your own, like you have your own process. Maybe have it be a wake up call for you of, oh yeah, I do want to focus on this. Or like that mom is getting to the gym. That mom is eating healthy. That mom is taking time for herself or whatever, but not to shame yourself about it. Just do something about it. Well, and I, I, I would go to say, or I would guess that, you know, those moms that are maybe took the time to go to the gym or, you know, they, whatever it may be, they're posting a picture of the healthy meal that they made or mm-hmm. they're probably spending less time on social media than the people that are looking at it getting sure um feeling guilty or yep. anxious or whatever those mm-hmm. people are probably spending less time that's mm-hmm. why i think working out is so great because it's like it's really hard to be on your phone while you're working out sure unless you're just jumping on a cardio machine and propping that right up there yeah. but like 
and maybe I should say more specifically weightlifting because you're having something in your hands mm-hmm. and you're doing that like while you're doing that, you don't have something distracting you. You are tr- trying to fully be in the moment of lifting this weight or maybe your mind is wandering. And I think that's that can be a good thing or is a good thing. Mm-hmm. We're just we're so attached to it, attached yeah. to the the smartphone that like that's why I think working out so awesome or weightlifting specifically because you're finally detached from it and you're yeah. finally with your own thoughts for a, a few minutes. Yep. And you can actually work through things and and that's yep. you know there's how many studies that exercising brings down anxiety, yep. brings down depression. It's like it's just so like you can't argue it anymore. Yeah. And it's like we know this. So just go do it. Well, and that's something that like I again like it's hard talking about this not being a parent but I'm also feel so grateful that we know all this prior to even venturing into that world or into that you know whole thing because I feel like little things of like there's ways to build yourself up to be able to prepare yourself for those things not only lifestyle choices but yeah maybe you're not on social media when that time comes or something anything to distract you or anything to take you maybe into more negative spots but then even before like why exercise is so important especially weightlifting like if i could offer any suggestion to someone that just found out they got pregnant or they're trying to get pregnant or whatever like putting yourself through a strength program before middle and after and you even had a client that she basically worked out the whole pregnancy yeah. and felt probably healthier doing it. I don't know how it went, but she probably had an easier birth because of it. Mm. I think the the value in building yourself up, not only physically is going to help the whole process. You're going to feel better. You're going to give yourself more strength to be able to hold the literal weight that you're adding. Um, but then it is proven that it's supposed to help the birth be way smoother and your bounce back is going to be way better mm-hmm. because your your muscle memory is going to be there. So then you're not going to have to work out as much to be able to get back to the body that you were, not only physically for your confidence and how you feel, but just, you just to feel healthy again yeah, you and to bu- be able to produce better. And you, t- you took all that time to build a, a, a healthy, strong mm-hmm. structure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you go through that traumatic event, you're you're set up your structure is set up way better it's just it's the same it's the same exact thing as you know building your building a strong healthy base when you get sick Mm -hmm. you get sick with something Mm -hmm. your 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 body is functioning at such a a strong high capacity that it's going to be able to handle this cold or flu Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. better than if you're not want to think something like like growing a person and then delivering them i think we all agree is probably one of the hardest things if not the hardest thing your body is ever gonna physically go through i'm not gonna (laughs) gonna but like as women that's the hardest thing that you're going to ever experience so think of it as that. Build yourself up for that. Yeah, you just better like, be. Just you better like, be prepared. Just like you're not gonna like. If I told you, yeah, just go run a marathon tomorrow, that would seem insane. You would need to train yourself and train your body to be able to handle something like that. 
birth and raising a, like that is no different. Your body is going through something super traumatic and hard. Build yourself up to be able to handle that better. Yeah. And not only is it going to make the before better, the during and the after better physically, but also emotionally you're training yourself to make yourself a priority. Yeah. And give yourself the I'm going to make this easier for me when it's done. I'm going to make this easier for me when it's happening. And I think getting out of the, like that's um, a doctor that I was listening to. Again, just one of those that's like, oh my gosh, why don't more people know this? But I think treating it as as large of a thing as it is, like that is the time that you can be doing your research of, okay, and maybe maybe people do this, I don't know, but you know, at what phases in your pregnancy are your hormones changing? So then how can I be changing my diet? You know, she said she's like, having morning sickness shouldn't be normal. Like you can be able to just eat the foods that your body is deficient in because that's why you're getting sick. So if you can just maybe be more aware of that during those times, you might be able to combat all these horrible things that I feel like we all just think, oh, that's just a part of being pregnant or that's just a part of, you know, birth, that there's a lot of things that you can do to help that process be easier. I think it's just things that are not mainstream, like working out, like running a strength program and lifting heavy weights while you're pregnant. Like most people are like, oh my gosh, it's so bad for you. Yet it's actually helping you and helping your baby and helping the whole process go smoother and better. Mm-hmm. you're so zoning out on that conversation mm-hmm. your face is <laughs> don't care <laughs> i never this doesn't matter <laughs> i'm not i'm li- i'm not zoning out i'm listening i just i don't i don't have a lot to add to that i feel like anytime i talk about that kind of stuff you just you're not that you're zoning out in like a i don't care kind of a way but I feel like this is a topic or just, again, like the whole kids and all that. I think it's a topic that I take so next level annoying. And you're just like, you just wing it. Just see what happens. <laughs> so anything no, me not- like preparing or thinking of it beyond the normal standard. <laughs> you're always we- just like, just see what happens. We just just have- get we- pregnant and figure it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think that. I think it's just you, you, you have a legitimate like interest into it yeah and it's a it's a lot more of an interest to you than it is to me so you have a lot more that you can talk about with it to where i just it's not something that i pay that much attention to sure yeah or that that like i will sit and think about and you know yeah yeah so i run out of stuff to say quicker than you do with it sure and i'm more than happy with you going go and go and go yeah yeah i I mean i agree with everything you said yeah i think it is you're 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 doing something extremely difficult and with anything that you're doing that's extremely difficult you should do your best to prepare for that thing sure like you brought up a marathon yeah i mean you're you're training to successfully run a marathon you know you should be training to successfully have a pregnancy and i think that's what sometimes is sometimes is the issue is 
um, success can kind of mean a lot of different things when it comes to, for sure. you know, success to a lot of people is just the baby living and the mother living and, Oh yeah. Which, which I mean, obviously that's, that's super, <laughs> that's, super a, that's the whole thing. That's yeah. Whole thing. <laughs> it's super amazing. And it's, it's the, it's the, I mean, the minimum that you should want mm-hmm. or that, that yeah. should be happening. But we like, kind of like what you said about um, morning sickness, we've just got s- gotten so accustomed to majority of pregnancies being yeah. successful in that sense that like, there's not, there's not really this like higher level of, yes, it was successful, but are both of you, you know, it could have been a lot easier or it could have been, you know, you could have been stronger yeah. going into it, you know, yeah. physically or mentally, you could have been healthier going into it. Yeah. Um, you could have set up these routines and habits and systems so that when you do have the kid, uh-huh. um, you're flowing right into this, right into this awesome routine yeah. and structure. And your body is already adapted to that. As yeah. Well. And your body's adapted to it. And like you said, your body will ba- bounce back quicker and mentally you'll be stronger. All, yeah. all of the things to where I think that's just sometimes it's just, I feel like it's a little bit too much shooting for the minimum mm-hmm. to where um, I guess I would challenge to shoot for best case scenario where you're healthy, you're strong mentally, physically, mm-hmm. um, your partner, if they're there is on the same page as you are. And, yeah. you know, because, because all of the great things could happen then, you know, the pregnancy could be way smoother and easier n- not a lot of morning sickness if any um you don't have a problem carrying the kid the whole way mm-hmm. like it's you're strong and you're able yeah and um when the pregnancy does ha- or when when the birth does happen that's a quick process because you've worked on that process and it's I even think about that like the birthing process you're literally having to contract your muscles and use your muscles so the stronger your muscles are the easier it's going to be for and you the, to do that you know how to activate your abdominal whole structure to be able to push everything down yeah the more connected you are mm, the yeah the the more connected to your muscles you are you know that you're contracting yep. them or flexing them especially like if you're going to use medication to where sure. sometimes you, you you take that medication you can't feel anything so then really, how do you know if you're pushing right to where that's, right. that's why it can be important that you connect to those muscles and you're working on that throughout the pregnancy so that if you do mm-hmm. take the medication and you can't feel anything, you yeah. still know, okay, I know I got to do, you know, yep. do this yep. or I know yep. I've done this a million times that I know I'm connecting to the muscle mm-hmm. and pushing how I'm supposed to, and it can go way smoother and easier. And I'm not trying to come off <laughs> as like we're gonna come off as bratty. Yeah, and, I'm and not trying to be like we don't have kids. Make you feel bad, like oh, you should be doing this. You're not doing enough or whatever. Because yeah, have I ever gone through this? No. <laughs> so I hope that this is. I'm just offering again, just like the sleepy thing. I'm just trying to offer a different viewpoint with it. I'm trying to offer assistance because I think, especially being a girl, this is something I hear all the time of like, oh, I just, I don't look the way that I used to, or it's hard for me because I don't feel the same way as I did before kids, or, you know, I don't feel as strong, or I don't look the same way, or struggling the whole pregnancy of I'm sick all the time, or I feel like my back hurts all the time, and all this blah, 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 I'm uncomfortable. 
And I think that just this information is just not as mainstream as it, it could be. And then, yeah, this process sucks and it doesn't necessarily need to suck as bad or you can give yourself some assistance so that it is a little bit easier because it's already going to be super hard that this is information that you could use to make it a little bit easier. Yeah, and I think that's what kind of what we want to do with this whole podcast is the intention is to spread the information that yeah. we've heard. I can't heard. say I personally have gone through it, but I feel like there will be a lot of topics like this that Yeah, I mean that's that's going to be the whole thing is it, it these are topics that we feel like we have information about and we want to share and help whoever wants to listen, but the problem that always comes with that is there's going to be people that are offended by it because they may have their own insecurities about how they handled things or did things. So they're going to feel like that we're attacking, but that's definitely not the intention of what we're doing this for it's to it's to help it's Mm -hmm. to try to like you said it's not a lot of this stuff is not talked about that much yeah that i think we're just kind of trying to be another voice that's talking about the things that are not being talked about Mm -hmm. that could help some some people yeah and that's that's all that it is yeah that's the intention that it's coming from it's not to demonize anybody or attack anybody or put anybody down Mm -hmm. because i mean I know I've made my fair share of mistakes and that's just life. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. um, we're all, pr- we're all not proud of certain things that we have done or, or the ways that we approach things. So this is just a way to talk about it and say, Hey, maybe there's a different way you could approach it to, to help things. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be taken anyway. Yeah. That yeah. you want to take it. So. Yeah. And I think sometimes that can be um, hard for me to sometimes like step aside from if someone hasn't gone through it and now they're trying to give me advice on it. But I think it's also kind of a little, they kind of have a benefit because they are so much on the outside. Like I think of us living away from family sometimes and most of the time we see situations differently than everybody else because we're not in the thick of it yeah we can like be totally unbiased not in the drama of it and just see the facts yeah just go oh that's that's how i'm seeing this or this person said this that makes sense or whatever so same thing with this kind of stuff like no we're not parents no we've never gone through any of this but this could still be our intention for how we would like it to go down Mm-hmm. And our goals are not, it does not, this is how we would like to set ourselves up for if that time ever comes. But again, it could also be a shit show. <laughs> and yeah. I'm one of those people that's like, no, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Having morning sickness every single day or, yeah. you know, but I don't know. I think sometimes not going through it gives you a different viewpoint than actually having the experience yeah i agree and i also get how it's hard to listen to those people (laughs) yeah yeah so i mean Mm -hmm. yeah 
I get it. I think a lot of my objective with this podcast is to explain or show how health and fitness can better your life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it goes into all of these different fast like all of these different lanes and crevices and like this one more being about kids or parenting or pregnancy, yeah. all that kind of stuff that um we're just so we're so close to health and fitness that's kind of our thing that um i don't know that's kind of what i keep that's how i think i guess Mm -hmm. that's what i'm always thinking of is how can you make the situation better and most of the time to me that's by being healthier and being more fit and whether whatever definition or way you want to define it as, yeah. you know, whether yeah. it's mentally, physically, emotionally, um, I think all of those are a factor or in that, that like, this is kind of what I feel like this is what the podcast is going to be about is taking a topic and trying to explain and show how being healthy can make this whole process better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we might touch on topics more than once because maybe our our yeah. viewpoints will change or will evolve a little bit or gain new information, which is also cool. You can kind of see how, I don't know, with time you can change your opinion or just we're going to yeah. give you as much of us as we have. Yeah. Um, and that's going to yeah. be a part and of it And just to too. be helpful. Yeah. That's, that's the intention. And, and, and part of that is going to be here's here's how we think you can be healthy in this situation. And here's also our opinions about it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. This is our opinions. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's all just to explore these topics between us as well. And yeah. to be able to bring new things to the table. That's why I love talking about parenting and all the stuff that we haven't even gone through yet because... We should be talking about it. Yeah. I think that's something that you sh- you can be talking about before it's even happening or you should, you know, venturing into like, yeah. we see parenting differently. If mm-hmm. we never would talk about it or don't know how we're going to navigate that, that could be pretty bad Yeah, when we're just like in the moment like, oh, okay, I guess we're, yep. see this very opposite. You think I'm neglecting the kids yeah. all the time <laughs> and I think you're hovering over them too much. So it's just, it's a cool thing to be able to explore and then you guys can just kind of be the fly on the wall to us exploring these topics. And again, we're just trying to be helpful and maybe give different insights to all of these things. Yeah. So that it could be helpful or interesting or none. not helpful at all. <laughs> and it was a waste of your time, but or none of it. Hopefully some topic or some, most of these episodes can relate to you and a specific way or even just you gain more knowledge with something or make you think about it and then you can take it back to your partner or your kids or your friends and have the same conversation and stir up something maybe different yeah all right thanks for watching we have some black friday deals out now 50 percent off each program uh go ahead and check those out on facebook or you can email us at thehub.fitcrew at gmail.com. Also, uh, like and subscribe our Facebook page, our Instagram page, and um, this YouTube page. 
Uh, also hit the bell so you're notified each time we have a new podcast out and you can stay up to date with us. Uh, again, thanks for watching.